Hello and welcome to The Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. Yeah, I'll just start with a serenity prayer. So if we can just, just settle down and, and allow God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Thy will, not mine, be done. So I'm Malkin, recovering from the bondage of self. Um, Glad to be here. I just wanted to share a few things that have helped me along the way in terms of meditation and contemplation. And uh, things that have made uh, life easier for me, Uh, just giving me some relief. Um, when When I feel relief, I am, I'm headed in the right direction because it's usually some form of resistance that I'm holding on to. So I'm going to share that. I will open it up for some questions and then end uh, with a guided meditation. Um, What I get asked a lot is really what is meditation? You know, that's a, that's a word that covers so much and I'm only going to give you my, my take, my angle uh, from my meditation practice. So just take whatever that works for you and, uh, you know, and leave the rest. So meditation to me is a, it's a universal yes to everything, to everything that is. It is letting all things be as they are, accepting what we cannot change, like the serenity prayer talks about. And what we can't change is our thoughts and feelings. Our thoughts and feelings are like the weather. They come and go of their own accord. Um, you know, we don't try to change the weather, obviously, that's ridiculous. But a lot of us spend a lot of time every day trying to change our thoughts and feelings, trying to get comfortable. <laughs> and this is a program of comfort. But what I have learned is to just be and I like analogies, I'll use several analogies, they're very helpful to me. It's just to be the sky. The sky 
uh, of awareness or spirit or conscious contact. And let the thoughts and feelings are like the clouds. So just, just to be open, just to be allowing, welcoming, and relaxing. And we're relaxing our identification with thoughts. We're relaxing, trying to change our experience in any way. We're relaxing, resisting what is. And the opposite of that is accepting. Accepting life on life's terms. Accepting the moment. What the moment is. The moment could be that I'm feeling anger or lust or resentment or fear and just letting that be okay because our suffering comes from resisting what is, especially our feelings. The only real problem we ever have is a thought and a feeling. A thought in the head, feeling in the body. That's all we're ever dealing with, unless like somebody's trying to physically hurt us or something. But I just like to keep it simple. So because it when it comes up, it feels it overtakes me. And then I resist that, which makes it much worse. <laughs> Instead of just inside, just opening. It's just like inside, just opening. And most of us have to train ourselves to do that only because we have trained ourselves to contract and suppress. All the feelings want to do is, is just come up and be experienced. We've all heard that you have to feel to heal. And that is very true. Feel our feelings. Let them run their course. And, you know, they don't last very long. You know, you could really set a timer on your phone. And, you know, if you did it for like two minutes, <laughs> you're going to feel a lot better in two minutes if you just let whatever's happening be there. So for me, meditation is not just the sitting down, uh, eyes closed meditation, although that is very helpful and uh, that's my most practiced meditation. But, you know, meditation is really not something we do. It's, it's something we are when we're not doing something else like trying to control our thoughts and feelings, you know, trying to change the things we can't change. It is, it's everything the program says, it's surrendering. And when we try to change what we can't change, that's a form of playing God. We're playing God. 
We're trying to make our situation to suit ourselves. And all we do have to, have to really learn is to relax inside and to let what be, what is be. We never have control. We just have the illusion of control. That's it. Meditation is like a radical humility. Just recognizing that I'm not running the show. I'm not in charge. And I, self, my finite mind, I don't know my own best interest. And I sure don't know the best interest for others. So just surrendering to the way things are allows greater conscious contact. Because that's what our program tells us, that meditation is this prayer and meditation to increase our conscious contact with God or a higher power. It helps me move from relying on my personal self, self-will, to infinite God. From the finite self to infinite God. It helps that trust. It gives me more contact with that. And, and what is that? In meditation, that would be it would be like that sky. It would be like um, it would be like being the water in a fishbowl, not the fish. The fish are the thoughts and feelings, the trying to figure it out, uh, the trying to make something happen, the trying to work a better program. Uh, all these all these desires and fears, that's the fish, but we're the water. The water just allows all that to be okay. It doesn't have to do something with it. And in my experience, when it's left alone, it takes care of itself. When I stop playing God and stop trying to change my experience, Things work a lot better. And I know all you guys know what I'm talking about. You don't have to meditate a lot to get uh, to understand these principles because the same principles in the program in life apply to meditation. Meditation is just to, just to stop trying to figure things out, to let go and let God. And we don't do that very much. Or I'll say I am not conditioned to do that very much. That is something that I need to take time out to practice or just to notice. I use analogies because they're helpful. Um, to me, 
Another one is just when we're in meditation or in life uh, and a thought, a negative thought comes, but maybe it's an anger or lust thought, you know, I don't have to take the bait, you know. I don't have to take that and identify with it. It's been said that our only real problem is that we're believing our thoughts. And if I don't believe my thoughts, uh, my life is a lot easier. It truly is easy, does it? But if I do take the bait, um, I just notice that I've done that. You know, it's kind of like the pausing when agitated, which is, to me, one of the most challenging uh, principles, but brings the most rewards. Because when something comes up, I can do more harm out of anger um, and resentment in shorter time than anything in the program. Another way to look at it is just, I don't have to swing at every pitch. Every time something comes up or something somebody says, I, I don't have to react. I can just watch the pattern. Watch the pattern. This can all be going on in my head during meditation. I can just watch the pattern. I don't have to identify with it. I can just notice it. And just by noticing it and actually noticing that it's not mine, it's not me. That was one of the first insights I got out of meditation. I'm not my thoughts and feelings. I'm not my character defects. And me trying to get rid of them is the opposite, has the opposite effect of what I want. Trying or wanting to get rid of anything is resistance. And we all know what resist persists. It's just becoming aware of the mechanism of the ego of self and all it takes is just the awareness just being aware of what's going on and once there is a watcher a witnessing of these these triggers these patterns these ways of being uh, then they start to weaken because they're brought to the light um, there's not, there's not some big thing we have to do. Of course, if we're guided to do something, then absolutely, I'm all for help, outside help, whatever it takes. As long as it's not me trying to make something happen. As long as it's coming from guidance. We start to recognize that 
we're not our thoughts and feelings and character defects. We are that spacious spirit in which they appear. And when our identification, our actually our attention particles go from being on our thoughts and feelings, character defects, childhood trauma, all that stuff is fixed attention. And in essence, we are our attention. So when this attention gets released from these thoughts and feelings, they're free and we feel free. That's what causes us to feel better. We feel happy, joyous, and free. We've released this fixed attention. We can breathe easier. Who we are goes from being confined and constricted to being open and spacious. And also, the more we do this, we, let, we raise our level of conscious contact. Our level of consciousness raises. When that raises, we have access to a new level of thoughts. The thoughts on a lower level are negative. We go to a higher level, they're positive. We all know this. When we're in a bad mood, you know, we have negative thoughts. When we're in a good mood, they're, they're positive. What changed? Our level of conscious contact, our level of consciousness. So one way to look at it is to, you know, if we just raise our level of consciousness, then everything changes. Because when the thoughts that are available to us changes, our attitude changes, our behavior changes. And then what we attract from the outside changes. It's, it's pretty simple. So when the more, like after I meditate, we all know this, after we go to a meeting that does the same thing, it's like these things raise our level of consciousness. It's, it's a wonderful thing because there's really not that much we have to do. We feel better and life is better. And then some something will happen and we'll kind of get off that. But all we have to do is just get back connected. Just get back to the conscious contact. And for me, the more I meditated regularly, and it could look a lot of different ways, the more those qualities of the med that happen in the meditation spill over into my daily life. So I kind of connected the points. I mean, I didn't do it. It happens naturally. You know, I just had a little willingness to, to sit down and be still for a minute and listen to a guided meditation. That's the way I started. Uh, I started listening to a guided meditation and I couldn't even sit still. So I just listened to a guided meditation and I was doing other things, but I kept listening and I liked what I heard. 
not so much the content of the words, but the space, the vibration, the sacredness, the, the free attention. Some of you may have felt this in, in this talk, because this is kind of a guided meditation. It's kind of an eyes open guided meditation. You may have noticed it's it has a it's kind of relaxing or soothing. It's not something I'm doing. It's just something that happens when we give that spiritual part of us uh, attention. When we start talking about conscious contact and consciousness, our attention goes to that. Most of us. And I would say most humans are, most of the time, are identified with the stream of thoughts and feelings that go through our bodies and minds all day long. And the more that we can just kind of step back and get a little space from that, the more free attention we have the more relaxed we become. And we start getting a space between this stream of thoughts and feelings and then what we are. So this space allows for choice. If we're so identified with it and anything happens, whether it's an anger, resentment trigger, a lust trigger, if we're so identified, we we just get triggered. But as we get space and we can watch it and witness it, then we have choice. We may still feel a trigger, but we don't have to follow it. We have a choice to be made. It actually seems like we're making a choice, but even that happens. Even that happens of its own. But the experience of all that is much different. It's not like the ego stops. It's not like the thoughts and feelings stop. But the experience goes from being so constricted to, you know, the raw feelings that come up to just, it's just like it's just not a big deal. You know, I look at it like, you know, some of the TVs or computer monitors have, you can, you can minimize something and it puts it in the bottom, a little screen in the bottom. That's kind of like what the ego is like for me most of the time. The thoughts and feelings, they're still there. They're still going on. But what I am has gotten larger and it, this is right-sized. So it just doesn't bother me as much most of the time. I'm not saying I don't get completely triggered because I sure do, but it's a lot different than it used to be. And I'm not trying to get rid of that because when I try to get rid of those thoughts and feelings, that just gives them power. It just do it doesn't work. It's not very effective. I think the program works best for us when we're not trying to, when self-will is not running it. And for me, self-will, ego ran my program for so many years until I recognized it. I remember when I heard that principle that ego is running my program, 
I just finally got it and I saw it. I saw what was happening because ego or self is what we think of as us. But it's not. <laughs> it's not. And when I saw that, that started the unraveling, the unwinding of me, like trying to work a better program, trying to make something happen. And just allowing, I still take the next right action, but I'm not in charge. I, you know, I'm off the results committee. I'm not managerial quality. It's just, I, I, I finally get that. I don't have to try to make something happen. That's not my job. That's self-will. You know, I'm also, uh, I'd also like to cover what the program says of why to meditate. Well, it improves our conscious contact. The program says it raises our heart and mind to God. And it opens a channel between us and God, which is one of the main channels of our higher power. And it provides a foundation. And to me, that, that foundation is that spirit that, that allows for the thoughts and feelings to go. My attention goes from being the thoughts and feelings and character defects to kind of watching it, observing it, witnessing it. And without it, we deprive our minds and emotions of vitally needed support. It also says that we will be granted a glimpse of that ultimate reality, which is God's kingdom. And Many of us have had a glimpse of that, and my experience of that is that that glimpse, in that glimpse, I recognize that nothing in this world could offer me anything that was even in the same domain of what that glimpse was like. And I've had a few glimpses, and they've lasted... Uh, you know, long enough where I really got a good reference point. And it recontextualized my life because I really know beyond a shadow of a doubt that there is something much, much better than life, in daily life here as a human on earth. There's no question. I get chills talking about it. Okay, so meditation also gives a sense of belonging where we begin to see uh, truth, uh, integrity, justice, and love is the real and eternal things of life. In fact, we get in touch with the eternal part of ourselves. Um, and it opens a channel where there used to be a trickle. And it is now a river which leads to power and safe guidance from God. Uh, 
Okay, I want to cover a couple of um, exercises that really help me, and they're really simple. One is um, when we're meditating, or just whenever in life we can think about it, is to move our attention is usually right with our body. So just to move our attention behind our body, just like there's a stream coming behind our body and our back. What this does, it deactivates the part of the brain that thinks. And it moves to a different hemisphere, which is the more intuitive. So our thoughts automatically diminish. They may not stop completely, but they diminish just by moving our attention from here back behind us. Just play with that sometime. It's really pretty cool. Another thing is to, when feelings come up, um, we need, they come up and, and we restrict, we confine. And the best thing to do is to slip in them, is to bring them close. It's the opposite of what we're trained to do or conditioned to do. We slip into them like a hot tub, just slip in like a hot bath and just be with it. Don't and let go trying to change it. The trying to change it is exactly what causes the resistance. If we can just be with the feeling for say 30 seconds, it's gonna diminish and it loses the power it has over us. And even more so than that, it gets to flow. It gets to integrate. We get our free attention back. I mean, feeling feelings is what I do more than anything else every day. I mean, that's really more of what my meditation is than anything. Is, is really, if I just don't use the word meditation, I stop, I put my attention in my body and see what kind of feelings are there and just let them be there, just allow them. They'll just kind of come in waves. I may yawn or whatever. It's just releasing. And I automatically feel better and better and better, more relaxed, <laughs> happier, free, I'm a better person to be around. Um, very important for me. Uh, another is, it's like you're holding a pen. Just say you're holding a pen. Let me, I'll just hold this phone. Just like, I'm just holding it. This is the way we do our feelings. We just hold them tight, hold them tight, but we don't know we're doing it. You know, this is just what we've learned to do. And just to drop it, just to, just to have that little simple analogy is just to do that with our feelings. That is letting go and letting God. That is accepting, just to surrender it. We can do this when anger comes up, but we have to just try it. Just try it. <laughs> Okay, so that's about 30 minutes. Um, if we have any questions, I can take those now. Uh, 
and then I can do the guided meditation or I can go on for a little bit. What do you think? Well, uh, let me just get out of this trance for a moment. Okay. <laughs> Good, um, you got it. That was the point, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, so we have a lot of questions, but uh, so it's up to you because we're not going to get to all the questions. If you want to do a few minutes of guided meditation first, and then we'll go into questions, I think that's... Okay, I can, but after the guided meditations, there's there's usually not much questions. But anyway, um, <laughs> I mean, it's not. Again, I'm not taking credit for this. This is just this is just what happens when we start talking about and addressing this spiritual, eternal part of ourselves. It's just like that. Our attention just goes to it, and we start feeling this. <laughs> You know, this happiness, because that's what we are. We already are acceptance. You know, that's the starting point. We already are this happiness. That's where serenity, you know, we hear about serenity. It's really not a place to, to go toward. It's, it's, a, it's a starting point when we just let go and surrender enough. Because what we are needs nothing to change. Mm. What we are doesn't need to work a better program. It doesn't get angry. It doesn't lust. It already is perfect in the image and likeness of God. It's, it's already there. And that is our true nature. That is the eternal part of us. And that is acceptance. And when we start from that point, it's a lot different than trying to work toward that. The working toward that is an activity of self. It's an activity of ego. Although that happens, we don't have to be identified with that. If we relax and surrender enough, This part of ourself can have a chance to take over. And life becomes much better when we're not in charge or when we think we're not, in, you know, when we think, when we realize we're really not in charge. And to me, the steps are just like clearing the clouds. It's just like showing us the blocks we have to realizing what we are, the serenity. And when enough blocks are cleared, we have, a, have an experience like Bill W. had. So if you feel comfortable, you can allow your eyes to close or just relax your gaze.
and just notice. Notice this spiritual part of us, this conscious contact that's already here. It's already here. And notice, is there any difference between it and what we truly are? And just notice, just relax into it. If any thoughts and feelings are there, just let them be okay. If there's a thought that something needs to change, let it be okay. And notice this consciousness, does it need anything to change to be okay? Could it be upset, angry, or resentful? Or is it just serenity itself? We can go about our daily life and do everything we need to do and still be aware of this conscious contact. It's always there. It's always shining like the sun. We just seemingly block our awareness of it. with thoughts and feelings. It's always there because it is the highest part of ourselves. It's eternal. And any time we like, we can relax, surrender, and be more connected. In fact, we're always connected. 
but seemingly we block it or veil it by identifying with what we're not. Shortcomings, character defects, patterns, thoughts, perceptions, sensations. They're all fine. They all have their place. They're not to be resisted. So just in your mind, notice the room that you're in, just in your mind. And be the space in the room. Not your body or the contents of the room, but the space. The space totally allows whatever to come and go. It doesn't resist anything. It doesn't have any problems or could not have, couldn't have any problems. That is just like our true nature. Which is available to us all the time. It never judges. because it's not even separate. It is what, in my opinion, the steps, the experience the steps point to Peace, serenity, conscious contact, awareness. It has a lot of labels. We don't have to work toward it. We just have to recognize it's already here in us 
as us. One of my favorite lines in the program is relieve me of the bondage of self. Believing I am self, separate from others and separate from God. And as I'm relieved from that, I get to fully experience it. To experience the, the oneness, dissolving the illusion of separation. So allowing, accepting, trusting, surrendering, those are the principles. It help us recognize, it help us give us the conscious contact. And as I end, we can take some of this with us. We don't have to open our eyes and cut it off. It actually has nothing to do with eyes open or closed. We can just recognize that it's here and it's always here. Amen. Well, thank you. There's a lot of questions and a lot of them come from the noise, which is what you said, that when you remove the noise, there's only connection. Yeah. It's fine. Sometimes we have to come from the noise, to see through the noise, to surrender the noise. 
That sounds like your journey, brother. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, we have like five, seven minutes, seven, eight minutes left. If you want, you can open the Q&A tab yourself and, and skim. Oh, okay. Skim past them and see if there's anything that, that you that you would like to answer. Because there's over 25 questions. Well, 30, 30 different questions now at all. Although the last, the last ones are just saying thank you and wow, how amazing. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So the first one... Uh, is it too early in the program to do meditation? Uh, no, there's the only thing that would happen if you try it and you may not stick with it, which is fine. Just don't beat yourself up about it. That's just more self-will. So you just try and to me, uh, guided meditation on YouTube, uh, you can, you know, you can search for, 11-step meditations or or you can use one of the meditation apps and just just hit play that's about all the willingness i had to do when i started just to hit play <laughs> um so yeah can one experience eight-year-old emotions which we couldn't feel at the time and are pending to be experienced in the present uh, yeah, we can feel any kind of emotion. So we don't have to worry about that because whatever comes up is what's supposed to come up. So we can go digging in the past, but everything, all the emotions we've had all our life is right here present. We can start with our daily life and just be present to it and Whatever comes up is, you know, you're, you're handling everything just by handling what's in the present moment. But, yeah, just welcoming emotions. And the more we go in our body and welcome and surrender to the emotions, the more they tend to come up. And it's like they get happy because it's like they get to come up. They've been suppressed for so long. So. Um, Uh, okay, so one person has a question about uh, a, a therapy or something that that is aligned with what I'm saying. And yeah, that's really the truth is the truth. So you're going to find this sprinkled um, a lot of places. Uh, it's not, it's not about, um, you know, like this program has the, uh, you know, the, the market cornered on it or some other place has it. Um, and, and just trust whatever that you're guided to do is, um, is right. So it just kind of comes back to trust on that. Um, let's see. Where is the line between being passive or accepting life as is? Okay, so 
that is a question that the self is is asking. If you can see the questions, and I'm not discounting that the question, it's just that uh, you don't have to even touch that. <laughs> you, you know, you, you don't have to. Um, it's not a problem unless we make it a problem. Just watch how the mind comes in and tries to make something a problem. Like I'm, I'm, I'm being. I don't want to be passive. I'm, I'm, I want to be accepting. It's like, just notice, notice that it's coming in, but you're not any of that. You're not the one asking that you're, you're the one, the space behind all of that. Uh, the mind, the ego, the self, it, it gives us, it gets us wrapped up in so many uh, questions uh, that aren't problems. Okay, someone said something about uh, going out in nature. Absolutely. That's a way for conscious contact. You uh, do not have to do eyes closed sitting meditation. Uh, don't beat yourself up about it. Do what works for you. Uh, but whatever you do, I would kind of uh, lean in the way of allowing more uh, quietness, stillness. Um, to be there and and if your sponsor is saying something uh i would trust that not from who he is but just the whole sponsor sponsee that's the way the guidance comes through and the guidance is is right for you it's a wonderful program i've never seen anything like it um, do you have guided meditations created? Uh, no, but I am creating a, a YouTube channel. Is it going to have uh, just meditations? It won't have my name on it, but it'll be like, uh, you know, just meditations. Uh, sometimes I get confused. Hold on. I'm sorry about these questions. They, they jump around. Uh, I get confused between being open to something new and defending, respecting my limits. Um, you know, I would just say get quiet and and uh, ask for God's help. And uh, you know, that won't probably won't be in a voice, but uh, uh, turn over the question. Like I see here, someone's opinion is totally different from what I feel comfortable with, and I feel. Yeah, sure. Okay. So the mind's always like that. The ego, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a duality. It's always stirring stuff up to get, to get us, uh, you know, to get us disturbed. It's all a distraction, you know, just, you know, we're not any of it, but we do have to unwind from it, you know, and just go, I would say go beyond the thoughts into the body, into the feelings, and then just, Start allowing, releasing those feelings, and you'll recognize that there's not even a problem. So, Daniel, you tell me if we need to roll or we've got three minutes or what? Um, yeah, this has just been amazing, really. Um, thank you so much. Um, yeah. Maybe you want to lead us out in a prayer, and uh, on behalf of everyone, thank you so much for for taking this time for us and um, yeah. Well, um, you know, 
one of the most powerful prayers to me is uh, is to just be still and in silence. Um, to just recognize what's already here. Like a prayer of gratitude. It's a surrender. It's, it's thou will be done. And really to live our life like a prayer, like a contemplation, like a meditation, prayerfully, just open. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Malcolm. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.